Just a great day. And here we are, just entering the weekend. And seven days from now, it's going to be officially the Victoria Long Weekend. What's going to take place on that weekend? Not a whole lot. all our safe activities that we were doing, we can't do, like golf, can't go play tennis, can't go to the soccer fields, kick the ball around, can't go to the baseball diamonds or the, or the uh, basketball courts. Everything that we were doing that were safe, you know, adding these couple more weeks to these lockdowns and restrictions our premier here in ontario just doesn't seem to get the message and he's not listening he's taken a lot of backlash from his comments that he made yesterday when he was announcing the strict to the restrictions to continue until June the 2nd, his comments uh, from his buddies saying that one buddy would pick up another buddy, then pick up another buddy, then pick up the third buddy. And they'll go and play some golf. And then after golf, they'll go get some pops, meaning beer. That is not even the case. That is not even true. And then he said the reason why the schools are closed is because of the teachers union. That's why he said the schools are closed. That's not true neither. Schools are closed because the infection rates in the schools. That's why the schools are closed. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. So I don't know if you had a chance to listen to my show um, last night. Um, our premier of Ontario here in Canada 
has extended the stay-at-home orders in the lockdowns until June the 2nd. Now, next weekend is the Victoria Long Weekend. That usually, you know, kicks off on our summer activities. Going camping, go to the cottage, going boating. All these things we will not be able to do until after June 2nd. And that's if our case counts drop below a thousand. Now, our doctor here in Ontario, top doctor in our here in Ontario says, says this, but he doesn't really give a number. You know, it could be 999, could it be 800? Could it be one case? And the backlash that he's been taking from his comments that he made yesterday, you know, taking advice, the premier taking advice from his buddies, saying that we go pick up one buddy, we'll pick up another buddy, pick up a third buddy, then we'll go play golf. And then when we're done finished golf, we go for some pops, meaning beer. That's not the case. You know, after that comment, you know, people who are involved um, in golf, um, private golf courses, public golf courses, you know, are just really upset about that comment. And then saying why the schools are closed. Premier, Premier Doug Ford said the schools are closed because of the teachers union. That's not true either. Schools are closed because of the case counts in the schools. The schools will not be returning, will not be returning again this school year. They'll continue their online learning until the end of June. Now, here in Ontario, we have this, this history, this poor history of when it comes to Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, long weekends, that some people just do what they want. And history has proven this and the COVID-19 cases that come out of it also prove. We know parties, large gatherings, not social distancing, not wearing masks, cause these increases. University students, when they were still here, off-campus partying. It started with 11 cases of COVID and within a week, it jumped to 55 cases. And then on campus living in the residence, COVID-19 breakout there, and a result of about 132 students, university students came down with COVID-19. Now, 
as it comes for what are we going to be able to do on the long weekend coming next weekend. Enjoy your backyard because that is about as far as you're going to go. Nobody else except for the household will be allowed in your backyard. So if your kids like sleeping in a tent, pitch a tent in the backyard so the kids can sleep in the backyard because you're not camping anywhere. Oh, but the provincial parks will be open, but you won't be able to camp. Now, still, you know, top doctors are still saying that the safe outdoor activities that we were doing prior to this lockdown should be able to continue. It's also been noted and it's also been proven that with the Gulf, you know, last last summer when, when the Gulf was able to return right up to um, the fall time when the weather started to change and people weren't golfing anymore, they played over 20 million rounds of golf and not one single case of COVID-19 was tracked back to the golf courses. Not a single case. Tennis, basketball, skate parks, skateboard parks. Not a single case was tracked back. Indoor gatherings, indoor uh, workplaces, cases are skyrocketing. Now we've come down quite a bit in the last, in, in the uh, last three to four weeks from around 5,000 cases a day down to 2,200. Now, our top doctor, Teresa Tam, top doctor of Canada, was talking about partially vaccinated Canadians. She says that Canadians can socialize outdoors this summer, partially vaccinated Canadians. That means Canadians who has been given one dose of the Pfizer or the Moderna and even Johnson and Johnson. She says that um, the one dose vaccine where we can socialize with cl uh, close family and friends outdoors over the summer months 
And with the vaccine supply ramping up, at which it is, she says that we'd have to have at least 75% of the population vaccinated going into June. We're at 50%. So we need another 25%. Now, Doug Ford may see it a different way because, like I said, yesterday, he's taking advice from his buddies. Now... With this 75% of all adults have had at least one vaccine dose and 20% are fully vaccinated, which I think, I think that we can get there in the next three weeks. Because, you know, what Canada did um, with the Pfizer and the Moderna to get more needles in the arms after you got your first shot of either one they extended your second shot four months out to get more needles in the arm and with the with the uh, Pfizer and the uh, Moderna ramping up and more doses coming 18 and over now can get a, um, a vaccine. And they're saying by the end of July that um, kids 12 and up will be able to get vaccinated. But in the meantime, you know, we don't want to re- be reopening too fast. with these lockdowns and stay at home orders that are are in place. Now, the city of Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton, and York, they've been in the gray lockdown for six months. Most of the cases, most of the outbreaks are happening in those areas. And it's been happening for a while. And I don't know, it took so long for the government here in Ontario to act on it, to start targeting these hotspots. And doctors, and um, even politicians were hollering at the premier to get sick pay. And he's always pushed it away, always pushed it off the table. No, we don't want to step on the federal government's um, money that people can get. And yet these cases kept climbing, even though they've been in lockdown for six months. It's workplace outbreaks. So if you don't have any sick pay and you're a low wage earner, you're not in a union, 
you got to decide whether you're going to go to work to put food on the table or stay home. So the government decided, okay, well, you know, we need to get some sick pay for these people. And I remember that, that, uh, that televised cast by Doug Ford. It was like, it was, it was like yesterday, you know, comes on national TV, all broken up and crying. I'm not making this up. He was literally crying. Oh, we made a mistake. You know, the onus is on me, he says. And we're going to have the best sick pay. We're going to have the best sick pay in North America. A few days later, he comes back out on national TV. And it was only for three days. Sick pay for three days. What a slap in the face for people in Ontario. So back on April 9th, this is when we went into a lockdown. It was supposed to come off last weekend. But it got extended until June the 2nd. So that means even coming up on the long weekend, you can't even take your, you cannot even take your boat on the water. How more safe is that outdoor activity? And you can't do it. So what does Doug Ford think is going to happen next weekend? Are there going to be Canadians breaking the rules? Absolutely. They're doing it now anyway. So what makes you think, what makes them think that no one's not going to break the rules because they're definitely going to break the rules. And unfortunately, you know, if you decide to have a party, And people are not so even supposed to be at your household. Unfortunately, there's going to be fines handed out. And those fines amount to $880 per person. But here in Ontario, You know, there's, there's something like, I don't know, I would say well over 9,000 or something like that has been, it's got to be well over 9,000. We have like 15, 15 million people living in Ontario. So we might be more than half vaccinated because we're doing that one shot dose. 
but then people have to understand that once you get that first needle, it takes approximately two weeks for the vaccine to start working. So we still have to take all these precautions. Now, when you hear a top doctor like Teresa Tam talking about, you know, getting 75% of Canadians vaccinated, you know, and that's a single dose and that we'll be able to enjoy camping, hiking, picnics, backyard barbecues, drinks on the patio. And that all governments across the country would have to create a condition that that uh, that permit provinces and ter- territories to slowly ease the, the lockdowns and stay at home orders that are still in place. We're not saying having a big, massive, large crowd gatherings. The city of Toronto just announced today that all, all festivities, including the CNE, Canada's Wonderland, um, concerts, outdoor concerts, and stuff like that, is all canceled again this summer. And that's going to be, you know, pretty much clear right across the country. So all these, these uh, fine venues that we get here in Canada, you know, we're going to have to wait another year. But Doug Ford, our premier, with his comments that he made yesterday, you know, really infuriate a lot of people. He's not listening to science. He's listening to his buddies. Science, like I said, time and time again, proves that safe outdoor activities should be allowed. Now, start of this, this third lockdown back in April, he even went as far, I mean, he, he, even closed, he even closed all the kids' playgrounds back in April. And then he gave the police more power to say that they can stop anybody on the street or anybody in their car. Well, that did not fly. Because right after that announcement, all police forces across Ontario came out and said, we are not going to be doing that. Sorry about that, didn't silence my phone. And it's sitting right beside the microphone here. So then the next day, Doug Ford turns around and he opens all the playgrounds for the kids. This is all back in April. But the kids can't use skateboard parks. 
They can just go play on the playground equipment. Now, the Ontario um, Medical Association also said yesterday that these outdoor amenities that we were doing and we were doing safely should be able to go ahead. Why is Doug Ford being so stubborn? I have no idea. When they safe outdoor activities had no bearing on the increase of infection. Yes, you can go for walks in the park. Yes, you can go ride your bike. Yes, you can go for a run. You can't even have outdoor exercising class. Not allowed. So what happens, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, what, 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 what does he think people are going to do? You know, the police are breaking up parties left and right. You know, it's one thing we shouldn't be really doing. I mean, we shouldn't be having parties because we know what happens when that, when that takes place. And the university students are proof of that with their off campus partying and the, in the cases that came out of that. You know, that's what spiked our cases here in the city of London. We were pretty, we were pretty low in cases until that happened. Then we started hitting the triple digits because of the off-campus partying of university students and the students living on campus not following the rules in their dorms in cases of COVID-19 break out of, the, out of there. So we know that rule breaking and gatherings are part of the problem, but that's not gonna stop. People are going to continue to break the rules. Now, you know, in the UK, you know, they've obviously vaccinated a lot more people than we have here in Canada, you know, so you know, they're lifting restrictions in the United Kingdom. You know, and then the, uh, the United States Center for Disease Control and Prevention 
has just stated that fully vaccinated Americans can ditch their masks in most settings. Theresa Tam said Canada likely will, will take a more cautious approach. So even being fully vaccinated, and as we're waiting for needles to get in the arms, we still will be wearing masks in indoor settings. Now, you know, just, just the, uh, well, this has been going on for some time and, um, you know, church is important to a lot of people. And, um, even through this crisis that we're having here with this pandemic, and when we did start opening up slowly, churches were, were allowed to have, you know, so many people in the church. At one time, it was up to something like 50 people or 60 people. And then cases started to get on the increase. So they lowered it. They weren't saying you couldn't have an indoor service. It's just less people. But certain churches around Ontario and other parts of Canada would have full service. A couple hundred people in their churches, not social distancing, not wearing a mask, defying the limit on what you were allowed. You know, if we give you an inch, you don't take a mile. And they continue to be defiant on the limitations of how many people you could have in your service. So what happens to uh, these pastors and one in particular um, out West here in Canada, that Breaking a court order landed him in jail. Another one here in Southern Ontario, every Sunday, he broke the rules. Because with the stay at home orders and the lockdowns, the province said you can have 10 people in your service. The majority of the churches here in Ontario and who are part of the diocese, they took it upon themselves to say, okay, we're not going to hold any more services. You know, we want to do our part and getting these case numbers down. So we're going to close the churches and we're not going to hold any services. You know, except for this one pastor in Elmer, Ontario, defiant every Sunday. Well, he just had his day in court today. And there was a court order that he was not 
to have more than 10 people in his service. Now he could have done it a real simple way, you know, because churches aren't just on Sundays anymore. Churches have Saturdays. So he could have had a morning service of 10 people, an afternoon service with 10 people, an evening with 10 people throughout the weekend so that it'd be 60 people all together. But oh no, every Sunday, he had to pack that church shoulder to shoulder in defiance of the, of the rules. And he always turned around and said, you know, it's our right to gather in the Constitution. Well, in the Constitution, it does say that. But we have also what you call an emergency act, emergency measures act. Every province has it, every city has it. They have to have it just in case of an emergency, just in case of a pandemic. And the government can impose these restrictions under the Emergency Measures Act. And even in the Canadian Constitution, it says when there is something that is, is going to be harmful to the general, general public, natural disasters, viruses, the government and even the federal government can impose restrictions. So he had his day in court today and the courts ordered his doors locked. I mean, I mean, how many times, you know, when you're a kid and you push your buttons, you push your parents' buttons to the point that there's no more time out, it's time's up. You know, not only did this pastor being defiant about the public orders, but mocking the courts. Find me, find me, I don't care, find me. So he got what he asked for. Now, whether he holds outdoor services, which again will get him into a lot of trouble if he does, you know, because the church out west, not only did they padlock the doors on that church, they put a fence around it. Will the courts go as far as the courts did out west here in Ontario? They could. We all may not like the orders. 
but it is what it is. Yes, we were expecting to have a Victoria long weekend next weekend with boating and cottage and gathering with family. But it's not going to happen. But our premier, Doug Ford, needs to get on the same page as the top doctors and the science. And stop making bogus remarks or bogus statements. You know, like saying the schools are closed because of the teachers union. The schools are not closed because of the teacher union. The schools are closed because of the outbreaks of COVID-19 in the schools. He needs to stop listening to his buddies because his buddies don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know, it's going to be interesting here from, from here in of what kind of statements he's going to come out with every time he gets up in front of the camera on national television. And he needs to stop, he needs to stop pointing his finger at the federal government. Blaming the federal government because he doesn't think that the border measures are tough enough. Well, the border measures are pretty tough. Now I was reading this little article um, this evening and again uh, with uh, government officials in the United States who sit on a panel um, about the border reopening and um, certain members of that panel are, are trying to pressure um, Joe Biden, the president of the United States, you know, to get Canada to open its borders, the land border, by the end of July. Our Prime Minister of Canada will open that border when he thinks it's safe enough to do so. It's our border. We'll open it when it, when we're good and ready to open it. Now, what people, government officials say in the United States. Right now, the border between Canada and the United States is only for essential reasons, truck drivers, and people who live at border cities who work in the United States can only cross the border. And of course, Canadians coming home back to Canada can cross the land border.
Now, May 21st um, was the set date um, that they put in place every single month from the 21st of each month of when they, just, you know, if they're going to decide to open the, the land border or not. So we're only, you know, six days, you know, from that date. And generally around the 17th or 18th or the 18th is when the prime minister of Canada will make an announcement, you know, to extend the border closure for an additional month, which I suspect that they will do because here in Ontario, we will still be in the stay at home order in lockdown. So our border will not be, be opening. It will be extended until June 21st. Now they can sit down and talk about a plan, you know, because there's no tourism going on here in Canada. Nothing's open. Restaurants, bars, all closed. Wineries, all closed. Attractions, they're all closed. And I suspect that they'll remain that way for some time. which is really unfortunate, which is really unfortunate for these business people, for these businesses and these employees. You know, just imagine the, you know, the money that's being lost, not just here in Canada on tourism, but in the United States as well. One of the hardest hit a sec one of the hardest hit uh, sectors in the economy is tourism. It's as though it doesn't even exist anymore. You know, this is our third lockdown and stay-at-home order here in Ontario. We even have the provincial lines restricted that you can only come to this province of Ontario for essential reasons. Other than that, you cannot come here to Ontario from other provinces across Canada. And they're doing it again out east in Nova Scotia. Anybody traveling to Nova Scotia from out, like from outside of Nova Scotia, you'd have to self-isolate for 14 days. This is the second time that they're doing that out there. 
restricting travel into that province. And as we're doing here in Ontario, restricting travel into this province. So with the land border, it's not going to happen. At some point in time, Canada and the United States are going to have to sit down and, you know, start working on a plan. You know, when would it be best to start, you know, opening up that border and for what? Over the summer months, I mean, we're hoping, I mean, we're hoping by June 2nd, you know, that's the end date of this stay at home order and lockdown. Now that end date is not, you know, written in stone. That can change. Now, Dr. Williams, the province doctor here, says cases would have to be less than a thousand. You know, in order to allow all these safe outdoor amenities that we have been doing and that had no bearing on any of the increases of the cases of COVID. When will we get to a thousand? I have no idea. We're at 2,200. Yesterday we were at 2,700. A couple of days before that, we jumped up to 2,700. So it's fluctuating back and forth. Will June 2nd, will, will we be at a thousand cases a day? Maybe. have to wait to see because if it's not and we're still sitting at 2200 cases and we still have over 800 people in hospital these restrictions will be extended again you know people are starting to lose their mind We're all frustrated. We're all upset. We all have COVID fatigue. We're going through a hundred different emotions on a daily basis. It's tough on everybody, mentally, financially. Our unemployment rate is, is so outrageous. Last month, I think it was, we lost over 207,000 jobs.
We can't keep going like this. You know, that's why I said we all have to do our part. We all play a role in this. What drives this pandemic, what drives the spread of this virus is our behavior. Maybe it's just bad luck being at the wrong place at the wrong time. The Ontario government not offering sick pay to workers to stay home if they're sick. Plays a factor in these cases. Anti-maskers, anti-ralliers are part of the problem, not part of the solution. And every time well, I hear coming out of their mouth, it's, a, it's, it's all they can say, it's against our human rights. It's against the Constitution. When even in the Constitution, it says the government can take these measures to protect life in the event of natural, uh, uh, natural disasters and viruses. So I don't know what part of the constitution they're reading. Cause I looked it up. The internet's just an amazing thing. What you can find out. You want to read the constitution? Look it up. You want to look up the emergency measures act? Look it up. They could tell you exactly what the government can and cannot do. You know, back in 1918, during the Spanish flu, the governments did the same thing. Stay at home orders, lockdowns, closed public buildings, schools, businesses. They even went as far as that you could not leave your home without a mask on your face. You couldn't walk down the street without a mask on. Could the governments around the world do, do it then? Could the governments around the world impose these restrictions? Yes, they could. Because it was a matter of life and death. But they didn't have any vaccines and no vaccines were coming to save them. Vaccines didn't start coming out until they didn't vaccines didn't start coming out until 1940. So it had a, it had to run its course. See, the flu is a coronavirus. And we live with it year in and year out, every flu season. 
But you see COVID-19, also known as SARS-CoV-2, is not seasonal. Because if it was, well, then last summer it would be gone. It would have came back in the fall. And now being springtime, going into the middle of May, it would be gone. So it's still here. And it's hitting other places harder than others. Now, I mean, if the world, if the world, you know, listened to Donald Trump, we'd just be in one hell of a mess now, wouldn't we be? See, that's what happens when you don't take things serious enough. That's what happens when you downplay this virus. You lose over 570,000 citizens in your country as the United States did. You know, I got to, you know, you know, with the, um, our, our frontline workers, we call them the frontline heroes, our doctors and our nurses who are staring COVID in the face on a daily basis in our hospitals, in our ICUs, sacrificing their lives to help others. Our men and women in blue, our police officers on the front lines, our fire departments and our paramedics. They don't get enough thank yous. We should be thanking them every single day for what they do. They put on their brave faces every morning to go into the work, into the hospitals and into the ICUs. Our police officers, they encounter people every single day. Paramedics are taking people to the hospital. Fire departments. These people don't run away from danger. They run into it. In order to help them, we have to do our part. 
And by doing our part is to follow the rules. I don't know what people think. You know, you have you have these big rallies. I mean, what do you, what do you think? The government's going to change its mind? Has the government government changed its mind because you've had big rallies? No. And they're not going to. What they're going to do is that they're going to find out who arranged all these big rallies. And they're going to hit them with hefty fines. That's what they're going to do. The government isn't going to back down. People really need to get that message. You know, I just find it really ignorant, disrespectful, selfish that people do this during this time of crisis. They only think about themselves. They don't give a shit about anybody else. Oh, but it's against our human rights, they say. Well, they haven't read the Constitution, neither. They haven't read the Emergency Measures Act. They haven't, they haven't read, read the, the Federal Emergency Act, also known as the War Act. Now, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau enacted that. You think these lockdowns and stay-at-home owners are tough? Have you enacted the War Act? You'd be in your house 24-7. But the government isn't going to take it that far. It's only been enacted three times. And that was the First World War, Second World War. And Justin Trudeau's father, Pierre Trudeau, did it in 1970. So we can thank our lucky stars that the Prime Minister hasn't enacted the Federal Emergency Act. There's JLo. How you doing, JLo? Thank you for joining me again. It's been a little while since you've been on the show. So, what's been happening here all across Canada, and especially right here in Ontario with these lockdowns and stay-at-home orders and being extended to June the 2nd, 
And next weekend is the Victoria Long Weekend for Canada, which will not be happening. Hello from Surrey. What's going on in Surrey? What's going on out there? Thank you for that. Yeah, lockdown, eh? Nope, none of that here neither. <laughs> forever. It seems like forever, doesn't it? You know, this is the third lockdown going on here in Ontario, Canada. So it does feel like it's forever with the stay-at-home orders and lockdowns. No going to the bar, no sitting on the patio. No long weekend that's coming up next weekend. No, you know what? Yeah, it's just a, it's a continuation. We never finished the first. We never finished the first wave. We never finished the first lockdown. This is just a continuation. This is like Groundhog Day. Wake up in the morning. It's it's, it's nothing's changed. Patios are okay there for now. Yeah, Alberta. They they decided that they were they're going to close their indoor patios and restaurant or their patios and restaurants. They say that it's the third wave, but it's the first wave. I hate to see your second or third wave if that's your first one. Yeah, I don't know. I tell you, man, you know, our, ours just got here in Ontario. It just got extended to June, to uh, June the 2nd. Well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you know, this is, you know, the, and they and they are saying that this is probably something that we have to live with. You know, and probably... You know, once a year, we'll have to get a booster, you know, like the flu shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think they want to kill us. But, you know, you know, the the uh, suspense is, is, is killing us. You know, that's what's happening, you know. And then with the dumbass remarks from Doug Ford, our premier here in Ontario uh, from yesterday, you know, absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. What's that? When will people realize what they're doing? It'll be too late. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I think that's probably the first time I've laughed in a while. Not a very happy camper, but you know what? What are you gonna do? We gotta just gotta deal with it, you know. That's what we gotta do. We got we all gotta do our part, right? You know, at least try. I mean, I can I can say that you know the majority the majority of Canadians, you know, my fellow Canadians, you know, are doing the right things, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So I don't know. I just hope that, you know, the premier here in Ontario, you know, is, is, is sitting down and, and uh, working on a reopen plan, you know, because our reopen plans have not worked. Obviously that's why we're in another lockdown to stay home order. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, well, yeah, who's going to who's going to lead that? Who's 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 going to have the who's going to lead the one world government? <laughs> yeah, the one world, the one world leader, who's going to be the one world leader? I know, Justin Trudeau. He can be the one, right? <laughs> yeah that's never gonna happen never ever gonna happen yeah don't see it that's that's funny though yeah the world bank world this world that yeah Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, we just have to just get through this. So get the vaccines in the arms. That's what we got to do. You know, you know, the uh, the top doctor, Teresa Tam here in Canada. You know, we can get 75% of our population uh, vaccinated. You know, we're going to have a pretty good summer. You know, so um, 50% so far, you know, we only need another 25%. It's all we need. Yeah, it was, that's, you know, it's like the flu shot, right? You know, forever injections. Every year you got to get a flu shot. You know, you should anyways, right? So, you know, you don't want to get sick by the flu and get a bad case of the flu. You know, but uh, yeah, this is probably something that they'll have to do once a year. You have to get a booster once a year for for the uh, uh, for COVID nineteen. Man, no, they're not experimental. They save the you know vaccines have done a lot of things over the uh, over the century. You know, with polio and diseases like that, the vaccines that they found out, you know. So that's why you get vaccinated when you're a little kid. That's why you get these needles when you're a baby. And then you get them as you get into two and you get into four and you get into five, you know, so you're not stricken with, with, with diseases that'll cripple you, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, the Spanish flu, well, you know, that started obviously right after the war, you know, so unfortunately they didn't have a vaccine, you know, vaccines did not have, they did not come out until 1940, you know, the, and, and the flu has been around for hundreds of years. Well, it, well, because people, look how many people came back from the war. You ask me how it spread across the world. I mean, after the world, after the world war, 
Everybody came home. That's how it spread. Right? That's exactly how it spread. You know, was it gonna was it was it gonna spread any other way? You know, if you have the flu, obviously the flu is contagious. Right? So is COVID nineteen, it's contagious. They injected spread disease, not the other way around. Radar waves, I mean, where do you get that from? What's contagious? It's the, I don't understand where you get this. You know, I mean, you did like you read into the propaganda stuff. Is that what you do? Conspiracy theories? Is that where you look up? You listen to conspiracy theories all the time? Is that where you get your facts from? Yeah, conspiracy theories. You know, the, the uh, conspiracy theories, theorists out there about, about COVID-19. You know, people falling into that and, and conspiracy theorists out there are, are, are making money. Right? They're making money because people fall into this, this trap somehow and they buy into it. So all these conspiracy theories. You know, it's like a cult leader bringing you in and leading you on, right? So. No, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's entirely up to you if you don't want an injection. If you don't want to get the, uh, if you don't want to get the vaccine, that's, that's up to you, you know? No one's twisting your arm. No one's bending your fingers, making you take a take a needle in the arm. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely free. Absolutely free. So why wouldn't I mean? Why wouldn't you get something that's free? You know. Anyone will have this or no one will buy and sell. Buy and sell what? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Trudeau. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you. I have no idea where you where you get your theories from. I have no idea. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, it's been a pleasure this evening to have you out here on my show. So uh, everybody, you know, be safe out there. You know, do your part in that and uh, 
sooner sooner we all do that hopefully the sooner we get out of this get on with our lives you know and maybe we can tell our grandchildren one day you know about what happened so thank you for joining me this evening i will be back out here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m and um want to talk about i was reading this article and that uh road rage road rage is on an increase and that so join me tomorrow at 9 a.m and then again sunday morning at 9 a.m hope you can join me enjoy the rest of your evening ladies and gentlemen Behave yourself. Don't go out there and get into trouble. Stuff like that. You don't want to be going out there getting fined. Getting tickets. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Take care.